Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, living, adventuring on this journey of a lifetime and this idea of trusting the now, honoring, honoring the now and yeah, wow, because so in Untethered Soul, living untethered, sorry, Mickey Singer has this example of how like every moment is exactly the way it is because of every single other moment that has unfolded prior to it. And he gives an example about your great, 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 great grandmother and great, 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 great grandfather, father and all these events that had to take place exactly as they did ultimately for them to have come together which means ultimately for any one of us to have been born and yeah I'm just really grateful um so recently when I uh was traveling for work um because there's some areas of like I understand I get that in any moment what I see or experience of life is just one even in my life like I see the moment directly in front of me now, if I were to look right or left or up or down, there's so many other moments even happening near around me that I don't see. And never mind with me, how many moments on this planet are being experienced by every single person? Like, my experience is so minuscule to the whole of everything that's happening in every moment. Um, it's just like, it's really, I don't have enough data. I can't see enough of the picture. It's like this massive tapestry and seeing one stitch of this gigantic tapestry. Um, so sometimes in my one stitch, when I get frustrated in certain areas, that I just feel grateful for the gifts and the times when it feels like life is saying to me, just breathe and relax and trust the unfolding. And just acknowledge you can be frustrated, you can be confused, you can be everything, it's okay. But you don't have enough of the picture. You're looking at one thread. It's like taking a massive, massive encyclopedia set and looking at one letter in one word in one volume. Like, I remember when I was growing up, my grandparents had a set of British Britannica. God, I swear they were like, must have been at least 20 books, like 10 on one shelf, 10 on the other. Thick, 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 thick. Small writing, thin pages. And imagine taking out one of those books and looking at one letter. You really have no idea, even one word on one page. It's so little. You don't have context. You don't have enough to actually like comment or understand or fathom. So um, these are just some of the things that I'm so grateful for on the trip. On the way to the airport, right? So just was a reminder of how everything had to be exactly, exactly, exactly as it was. So these are some of the examples along the way. As I'm going down, so now I choose the time to go, and there were two different trains, both of which would have gotten me to the airport in time, and I decide to err on the side of going there a little bit earlier, just in case something's wrong. Rather be there earlier, and I've got work I can do on my phone, and go later, cut it fine, and something happens, and there's an issue getting there, right? So... Everything, oh my God, so before I go, right, I've got all my stuff ready, and it's warmer inside the flat, so I've got my jacket, and I didn't, so I leave, I'm, I'm leaving early, I'm leaving at like, I'm leaving the apartment at like 20 past 5 in the morning, and I've got my jacket on my bed, and because I'm going, 
it's middle of winter and it's cold, I was going to take a flask with me of warm, hot water. So there I am. I got the flask and I filled it. It's on the kitchen table, kitchen counter, and I got my jacket. So I go out and I'm going down the stairs and I'm hit by the cold and I realize I, I had the flask in my hand, right? So the flask is now, I realize I don't have my jacket. So I go back upstairs and I put the flask down. I go to the room. I put my jacket on. And now I'm realizing I've got even less time to get to the stop with the bus and I want to be there on time. So now on my exit, I land up leaving the flask. Okay, anyways, now I'm like running with my suitcase. And as I'm running up the road, which is now, maybe it's like a five minute story from the apartment to the bus stop. But I'm so near the bus stop and I realize, oh God, I forgot the flask. Now there's not enough time to go back. So I don't go back for the flask. I get the bus, I get the light rail. As I'm going down in the lifts and I get in, you know, like sometimes you just like, I kind of play a game of making eye contact with people and seeing who I can get to smile at. So in the lift, I catch eye contact with somebody and someone who smiles and smiles back at me. So we get off at the bottom of the platform to get into a train and I lost track of the person that I smiled at. So I'm getting in a carriage and then as I'm walking to find a seat, I spot the person that I smiled at. So this has happened to me before, and then when I've smiled at someone in the lift and then um, met them in the train like carriage, and then I said to her, do you feel like making a new friend, or do you, are you happy just to like ride and enjoy the ride in silence? And she says, no, I'm happy to make a new friend. So I sit down next to her, right? So in our conversation, out of all the things in the short time that we've got between there and the airport, now everything, everything had to happen exactly as it was, if I had chosen to get the later train, I wouldn't have seen her. If I'd um, come down like a split second, if I'd maybe like gotten to the bus stop on time, I may have sat in a different place on the bus. Um, everything that took. Now, she only, only, she's volunteering in the city and she volunteers at a place and only on a Tuesday morning does she travel outside of the city to volunteer somewhere else. And that's the same day that I'm traveling and I decided to go on the earlier. So... In the course of our conversation, it turns out that she had been in Israel years before where she had a health incident and she was diagnosed with um, kidney cancer, but only of her one kidney. And she had a kidney removed, so she's only got one functional kidney. Now, a while back, I did a sales course where one of the founders of the course there's a program that runs in Israel where people can volunteer to donate a kidney because there's a whole lot of evidence about how you can perfectly function, 100% healthy, wonderful, amazing with one kidney. So it's almost as if we got given like this, the abundance on a whole nother theme. It's just the abundance in which we live, where even in our manufacture of this avatar of a human body that we get to inhabit, it has more than enough of everything that it's like we each get given a spare kidney. So if we needed it or someone else needed it, there's more than enough, more than enough, right? So at the time, I thought, wow, that's an incredible thing to do. So there's this whole program in Israel where people who have like some sort of kidney failure with both kidneys not making it, and if you match, you don't have to be biological matches, other like markers and matches, that two total strangers can be a match to donate a kidney and receive a kidney. So you go through this program where there's some sort of sponsorship. So the person donating doesn't incur any financial cost. It's quite a rigorous process to see even if you qualify. So at the time, I thought, oh, my God, that is, like, amazing. I want to find out more. And then as I was chatting to my kids and thinking about it, you know, like, 
I just thought it was an incredible thing to do. And then as I was chatting more with people and, and that, sometimes the response was, you know, that it's quite like high risk. You're going in for surgery. And so then I kind of like put it on hold and I did fill in a form, but then no one contacted me and I didn't follow it up and I left it. So now of all the people and everything that had to happen and even for this to come up in conversation, I think to myself, oh no, 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 no. But just to listen and pay attention to the universe and that is how things, it's just honor the unfolding and trust, trust, trust that what you need to know, what each of us need to know, need to be aware of, will come to our attention in the natural unfolding. Naturally, gracefully, with ease, and if it doesn't, it's not supposed to. Like, like, it doesn't always have to happen naturally, gracefully, with ease. Sometimes it's in a whole big mess. But it's like just to trust the unfolding of the moments. Cause, and also to trust that gut intuition. Because intuitively it felt like the universe was reminding me about this. That here is a person functioning completely well on one kidney. And that was something that resonated for me. And to follow up on it. You know, so it was like... Wow, wow. It, and that's the thing that I just feel like life communicates to each of us in our own unique ways and to see what speaks to each of us as things come up. So I followed up and I've contacted the original person and we've got the website and I am going to just take more steps to find out because it doesn't even mean even if I'm interested that I would ultimately like qualify to even be a donor. But yeah, so that was like one of them. And I know I'm already on nine minutes, but I had like, God, there was another just try to do this one quickly, but also was like such an example of perfect timing and to trust the unfolding beyond anything that I can fathom. And that when I do feel frustrated in certain areas, it's okay to feel frustrated, but it's more just like trying to read one word, one sentence out of that whole set of encyclopedias and then trying to understand and say, oh, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because you have so little of the context of the whole, no wonder it doesn't flip and make sense. But if you understand that you're in this grandest production of all times, that's perfectly choreographed beyond anything, it's okay to be perturbed or not make sense, but just to trust, like to choose, what can choose how we want to view life. And I kind of like the idea of viewing life from this way. So just to give you another quick example, the other one was, so on the train to the venue, right, in London, you have to like tag in and out at a particular spot. Now, I go to the train and I didn't see the place to tag in. So as I get to the top of the stairs and I'm inside, I'm asking around and someone says, no, you've got to go back down to the bottom. So I'm going back down to the bottom. I'm really late. I'm thinking, oh, flipping hell. I wonder if the train's going to go. And I'm like trying to be really fast all the way down all these flights of stairs, tag in all the way back up the flights of stairs. Now the train is almost about to leave. So I go back into the carriage at the end, but now it's super full. So because of that, I walk down a little bit further to a section that's less full. And then I overhear some people talking and um, they sound like they're going to the conference. And then I thought I just want to actually ask them because I know that there's one exit that's actually better for where I need to get to. And I wanted to confirm. And so I start chatting to them. And then in the course, so in a nutshell, in the chatting to them, I ask, there's two conferences side by side, which one they're attending. And they're attending the one that's not for the section of the business that I work in. But because I know that there are the people in the other section, I thought, well, let me just ask them anyway what they do, because maybe I can pass on the details. So I asked them what they do, and I said, oh, well, that may be of interest to another department of ours, and let me take your details. So then they asked me the company, and it turns out that that division of the company is already an existing customer and has been for a number of years. And not only that, but the guy has met, I know, we both know the same person, he's traveled to South Africa, met this 
person, my fellow work colleague. And like everything, the fact that I should meet, I mean, it's happened before when I've had met people and asked what they do and see if I can make a connection. And I've never had an incident where someone knows somebody. And the whole thing was that everything that it took, if I had tagged incorrectly the first time, I wouldn't have stood next to them. Like just everything that it took to have that conversation and to discover that they're the exact people just felt again. It was like the universe. And I've got a few other examples, but we're already on 12 minutes. So that is it for now. But that is to just untrust the incredible magnificence unfolding of every single moment that has happened before that we are not necessarily the doer of reality but the experiencer and yeah, it's just such an interesting blend of still being present with fullness of heart and engagement but just trusting that it unfolds and it's, everything is exactly as it's meant to be and it's more about engaging with the moment in front fully with trust and awe and humility than trying to figure out if it should be the way it is Ah, so um, now I need to figure out where to go. So happy adventuring, precious soul. Mwah.